Welcome to Dragon Gray's Variety Show. This evening, we're going to do a reading episode. Episode 2 of The Power of Dragons. Of course, this is written by Dragon Gray. This is part of that anthology where the story is written and then you get to listen. Episode 2. Imagine being in a landscape full of mountain peaks that can be seen for miles upon end. Within these peaks are the homes of these powerful beasts. They make the enclosures using their lethal talons. The crusts of these visually appealing peaks won't stand a chance against the creatures' weapons. To survive... These magnificent creatures feast on the large creatures that room and roam throughout. Buffins weigh in at least three tons. It takes just one of these to fill a dragon's appetite. These creatures are hairy, four-legged with long, thick horns. This day started like all others. The skies blue with the bright sun shining. Occasionally, across the sky, large winged creatures flying back and forth, some feeding on vegetation and others on the creatures the land provides. These lands are large with vast mountains, peaks. Many mountains are also shaped with large caverns, the place where the dragons rest. In one of the mountains, several of these powerful creatures are discussing something the creators never wanted. A potential war. This conversation occurred deep in Sargean's lair. No one knows this is happening. Dragons, they go about their daily routines. Sargean makes sure they are in the deepest part of his lair. No one knows this part exists. If I can't be on the throne, then I will escape and be ruler of all other lands, threatened Sargian. Continuing, I need to get away from this wretched planet. Nadia, Sargian's most trusted friend, asks, How? I believe we can crack the wall of force. It was rumored if we all use the force of our breath and magic, it is not able to withstand such force. We need a small force of approximately 50 kindred. The wall will crack and we will be free. No longer bound or trapped, he enthusiastically expresses. Use magic to send messages also. It takes a skilled dragon to send messages without other dragons knowing it. Aragia finishes, he must be stopped, or the planet, our way of life, even our own lives, could suffer. Walking along the wall, Suharu sees in his head the message sent by Aragia, His head is lowered after he listens to the message. Understanding the possibility that Sargian could intercept the message, Saharu replies very secretively, protecting the message. 
I will come up with a plan. This may start a war, but this might be needed rather than Sargean ruling. I feel it in the air, Nadia, says Sargean. We have no time to waste, says him worriedly. You must gather the ridgebacks to come to me. We must accelerate the plan. I'm on it, Sar, replies Nadia. She quickly crawls out of the hole in, in Sargean's lair, gets some speed up, and roars as she leaves the mountainside. Most of the creatures on this planet go about their normal routines of what creatures do, eating, mating, playing, and exercising their dominance over weak creatures. These mammoth dragons, on the other hand, mature and young, learning to hone their skills. Those skills include wielding their magic, or learning to use their destructive power with it being fire, water, or even acid. When it comes to wielding magic, learning the set of focus and destruction, distractions as well. The plan is set, concludes Sargean, bellowing. The others growl and wings flap in support. Had he agreed earlier, this wouldn't have happened, Sargean pointed. The eight dragons plus Sargean ready to, for, fight of their, for the fight of their lives. If I can't be rule, ruling in this land, I will escape and rule all others forever. On the other side of the mountain, he glides over the land, surveying the lands. There isn't much that would escape his short eyesight. His large body moved through the skies like a quiet wind coming down a hillside. Aware that something is amiss, Aragia is more focused on his immediate need of hunger. It looks like something below about a mile has caught his eye. He stretches his wings to gather speed as he heads towards his prize. He gathers the speed as quickly as he possibly can because they can do this. He begins to tuck his wings a bit to gain speed. The object has no idea he's approaching. The space where between the object is located is large enough. Argea won't be hurt. Silence and stealth are the keys to success. Within seconds, dinner is scooped up. As Argea heads off to feast, Suharu meditates as the sense of concern moves throughout his body like a dark cloud moves over a city preparing to drop and receive heavy amounts of rain. Aragia was enjoying his meal when he blinked like he had a headache. This is one form of nonverbal communication between Suharu and Aragia. Sargia does have that ability as well. What is going to happen next? The powers of dragons between Aragia and Sargean, who will ultimately succeed. This has been an episode of Dragon Grey's variety show, The Power of Dragons, episode two. Listen and follow for more.